Thanks to ButcherBox for supporting the morning stream. For $20 off your first order and six burgers for free in each and every box all summer long until October 15th, go to ButcherBox.com TMS and enter TMS at checkout. Coming up on TMS, big thanks to Greg Forwalkman. The devil went down to Mumbai. Craft, the pack lids of food. Warm man urine. I got you a Nintendo Switch. Announcement. Big injection of Korean culture. Spinach gushers and radish roll-ups. Tom's Tech Time. The recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. What's a man got to do to get that kind of attention from you? It's hard to say exactly, but you seem to be doing fine. Well, great. Somebody tell to me what I'm looking at. The Morning Stream is Battle-Tested Bayonets, bro. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for July 17th, 2019. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Good morning, Brian. Hello. Happy birthday, Scott. Happy oh. 50th to you, my man. Uh, thanks very much. A great milestone has been reached. I peed in a cup this morning to celebrate. Yes, that's right. Oh, did you really? There's a lady upstairs right now. We, we did some insurance switching, and they have to come huh. and do the pee and the blood pressure and the blood and the whatnot. And yeah. so uh, I peed in a cup and put it in a little vial for her and handed it to her all warm and ready. And she was yeah. really into it. She's like, oh, thank you very much. And she held it close to her cheek. She was like, oh, warm ur- man urine, she said. <laughs> she didn't do any of that. Uh, but she smells fresh. It smells like you're a court low. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, she took my blood, took some questions, weighed me, you know, all the things you do. And uh, Wow. And uh, that's how I celebrated my birthday morning. It's weird to have it done in your house. Well, they always it? do that. They bring they send somebody over. You never had that done before? I mean, you, you know in, what it was? In a doctor's office. Well, back in the day, it used to be uh, when you'd get insurance changes at the office, like if you worked in an yeah. office, they would send oh. somebody to the office to do the same that's thing. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And they and they would do all that stuff right there while you're yeah. uh, working. Yeah, so same idea here. It's just they come out <laughs> here and do this. And she was really nice. She was like, how many kids do you guys have? Three. How old are they? 19, 22, and 25. And she goes, what? How is that possible? So what do you mean? She goes, you don't look old enough to have kids that old. And I'm like, oh, thanks. That's very nice oh, of you to say. Oh, a little flattery from the insurance lady. Goes yes. a long way with me. Well done. But here's the irony. minutes can save you 10% on your car insurance and get you some flattery. She is a lizard, too, by the way. She's a gecko, which I think is weird. <laughs> is she nice? Uh, so here's the deal uh, with, with the weirdness of today. It's July 17th, as you know. That's my birthday. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I am turning the ripe old age of 50, which is, huh. is <laughs> Brian's, about, Brian's about to turn this same corner. I am, yeah. So exactly. he's going to have, have two some... Weeks. I have two weeks basically of like picking on you as a 50-year-old before I join the club myself. Right, which I'm totally down with, totally fine with. Um, but here's the thing I didn't plan. I swear to you, people at home, this has been a thing <laughs> accidentally in the making for since 2011. So however many years we've been on the air now. What is that? It's... Nine years? Nine years. Is that how long we've been doing this? Uh, eight years. Eight years. Eight years. 2019. 2011 to 2019. Oh, but right, right, right. Really, like, like eight and a half years. Yeah. We're getting close to the nine, for sure. it was early. It was January, February when we did that first show. And, early year, yeah. You know what's weird, too, yeah. is I end up, I start a lot of shows in, in January. Isn't that weird? 
Like if you go oh, that is up, weird. Yeah, I don't know why. Usually in December, you're talking about how you've got to cut down all the shows you do, and you kind of make a little, mm-hmm. almost like a New Year's uh, resolution to yeah. to trim out some of the fat. Yeah, and then and then comes the new year, and I get I get antsy, and I start new things. It's really weird. <laughs> I should do a new show. What am I doing? <laughs> but here's what I didn't plan all the way back then to happen exactly on today. Today's episode number is and I'm and I'm not making this up and I didn't tweak it and I didn't make it happen is 1750. It's the 17th and I turned 50 today. But that was never planned. There was like no we were just making fun of the 711 lady yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah. Saying ah numbers what random numbers, bruh. But when you have one of these numbers happen to you, it is there is a weird thing going on. Like there you feel is. weird. Well, it's human nature to kind of want to look for um patterns and and symbolism and things like that so that's basically what we're doing is we're saying oh my god there's a 17 and a 50 in today's episode oh my god and we're yeah no it totally it's a it's a natural thing to kind of like look for patterns like that it's a weird weird magical moment everybody so bask in it it's 1750 enjoy it tomorrow will be 751 and we're back on to just a regular old whatever but uh yeah very odd okay you sent me something a few days ago that I meant to play on the show by now. <laughs> yeah. As everybody yeah. knows, Brian gets some fun. He gets some fun robocalls, some fun accidental calls. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole hybridum lady. Yeah. That will go down in history as the best rung number call I've ever gotten. Let's see. I've got that one right here. Hey. Well, oh, that's Fletcher. <laughs> Sorry, wrong one. Ver- Birdum. Here you go. Here she is. Hi, Birdum. Hi, Birdum. Oh, same one. Hey, Birdum, give me a call when you get up there. Have a good morning. God bless. Love you. Bye-bye. All right. The old, <laughs> the old Hey, Birdum lady. Classic TMS material, right? Yes. It sounds like she has like three pens in her mouth when she's making that call. Like She's holding on to like a bunch of pens. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way, but she's definitely got a mouthful of something. Yeah. Of the Denver, I guess, because she was calling you. A mouthful of the Denver, yes. Yep. So um, this new one, though, you sent me is much more. Um, let's just say you could. <laughs> let's say, say you could dance to it or watch a Bollywood movie to it. Exactly. Yes. Um, so this is what Brian gets, and it's not. I assume that this is just all you got, right? There was no talking. I said anything. Yeah. I, I. It's five minutes long. I only listened to the first thirty seconds just right. to see if, like, at some point, I'd get a like. You the the music could be interrupted and get. Hello, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been great. Would have um, been great, yes. Exactly. But here it is. I want everyone to enjoy it in all its glory. So here's a probably a robocall or some sort of scam call that put you. I think you were just on hold, is what happened. Yeah. Five yeah, minute hold. So. so here it is. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I absolutely love it. It's so, awesome. It's not only am I getting a call from India. It's like I'm getting a call from India in the 1970s. Right, right? That's how it feels. Oh, honey, what's this? Oh, I have to sign this. Okay, so everyone gets to witness me, uh, signing, witness me! signing this document. <laughs> You don't have to actually see the screen, everyone. All right, here we go. Ready? All right, I'm officially, well, I'm not insured yet, but I've officially signed the document that says I can be insured. Oh, I do? Okay, well, just bring that at your leisure. Anyway, still still work going on. Hard work going on here. 
But anyway, Brian, uh, I wish I, I wish I could be in this world of yours. I don't get calls like this. No one ever sends me anything that's cool. I mean, seriously. Yes, I know. I think, I think it's the, uh, it's the Pakistani uh, Regis Philbin calling to see if I want to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Millionaire Chaiwala. Very good. Well said. Now here's the here's what I thought I would do since it's five minutes long and you only listen to the first thirty seconds. Let's yeah. jump ahead and see what the okay. last minute does because maybe something okay. comes on. So here yeah. we go. I haven't checked this before, so this is. We'll see. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> Ah, oh. oh, this is the end. It's the it's the it's the, uh, the Pakistani Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> I don't even know what that. I don't even know what that. Uh, I think it was a violin. Is it but, a violin? Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, I wasn't I'm gonna sure. say I'm gonna say violin on yeah. that one. All right, fair enough. Uh, anyway, nice, nicely done, and uh, thanks for sending that. Anytime you get those, we should put those on the show, regardless of what the content is, because uh, that's pretty that's hilarious. good. It's pretty good stuff. Is that Ravi Shankar? No. <laughs> as far as I know, it's not. I don't know who is Ravi yeah. Shankar. I forget that's Ravi Shankar. He was an uh, inspiration to the Beatles, a sitar player that um, I believe you hear on Within You, Without You. Oh, uh, when they did the their Beatles. their whole hippie phase thing. Yeah, they, well, they went to uh, basically they went to. Um, India for kind of like a a cleansing, mm-hmm. or a, a, not cleansing, but like a yes. And he is Nora Jones' dad. And Nora Jones, by the way, here last night at Red Rocks here in Denver. Wait, Nora Jones's dad is Ravi Shankar. Is Ravi Shankar? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wait, Nora Jones. Hold on. Now I don't even. I can't even picture her. Piano. Yes. Piano lady lot. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I like that. She is great. Yeah, uh, she's got a great voice. All right. Well, there's that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's been a it's been an interesting uh, morning and here we are now to do more things. In fact, one of those things is to call Brian Dunaway and bring him into the show. Should we do that, do you think? Yeah, we, do we it? To- to- totes should do that. I think we totes should do it as well. And uh, we'll see if we can't give somebody a little bit of winnings on this birthday. Yeah. Um, winnings! Yeah, winnings is good. Everyone likes to win something. When's the last time you won? Too. When's the last time you won something? Like, won, won something? Like, uh, a month ago or two months ago when I got this great iPad from WBEZ in Chicago. <laughs> Right. I forgot about yeah. that. I don't win anything ever. I did that back two nights ago uh, when I played trivia. <laughs> oh. oh, you won then too? What'd you win then? What'd you get? Uh, we got second place by one point. You want to know the questions we missed? Sure. We overthunk a question about uh, overthought, overthunk. Over- I like overthunk. Thunk. I'm going to say overthunk because over- I like thunk. that. Yeah. I like it. Um, we overthunk a question, overthought a question. Now I can't even say it. We overthought a question about... Um, <laughs> Which uh, then unnamed Disney animated dog made his first appearance in um, uh, an animated short called Chain Gang. Oh. Now, obviously, the first thought is is Pluto, right? Right. But Disney has two animated dogs. Goofy is an animated dog as well. Yeah. And if one of them is going to be in a short called chain gang you would expect you know like mickey's chained in the chain gang and he's smashing rocks or whatever 
that you know Pluto's just going to be kind of hanging out with them, right? Right, right, right. I mean, but, it, but you could see Goofy being number one unnamed, and number two being in the chain gang with Mickey. So we used that logic, and we said, "All right, it has to be, uh, it has to be Goofy," and it turned out to be Pluto. Oh man, that's really yeah. that's really close. I like your logic, though. I think that would. Yep. Have... And then, uh, then our other question we missed was, and this was really the one that that sunk us because getting this one, getting all four parts of this one right would have would have been it for us. But uh, how many? So Chicago is the most populous city that ends in O. What are the next four? Oh my gosh! Can I try this? Yeah, yeah. Because Dunaway's not. Well, we get. He's not. Okay, while we get Dunaway. Yeah. Um, Oh no! Dunaway just said meeting. That's all he just said. Just the one word, meeting. Oh what? Now he tells me now he's got a meeting. In the in the U.S. By the way, Uh, cities in the U.S. All right, give me the give me the sorry. Structure the question for me again. Give it to me one more time. Yes, Chicago is the most populous city in the U.S. Right. That ends in the letter O. What are the next four? And this is again is in the U.S. And the next four cities. that they all end the in an O. Cities. They all end in the letter O. Oh my gosh! Um, really? Wow! Yeah, yeah. This would have stumped me hard. Um, most populous <laughs> cities after Chicago that after Chicago. end in an O. Yes. San Francisco. Wonder, San Francisco on the list. Very good. Keep uh, going. Um. Oh, jeez. Uh, Buffalo. <laughs> uh, Buffalo, not on the list, but does end in an O. Okay. Uh. <laughs> you know what my brain's doing? It's saying names of cities and putting O's on the end where they don't belong. That's right. what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Cincinnati. And I'm hearing <laughs> Cleve Low or things like that. Right, right, exactly. Yes. Um, I can't think of any more. It's going to irritate me when you tell me because I know keep, you're going to keep uh, stay in California. Go down okay, south, okay. very far south. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> my head again. Oh, Sacramento. No, that's up north, and that's even Shit. though it ends in a no, it's it's yeah, not, okay, not as more north. south then. Um, Los Angeles. I know it's yeah. really hard. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and give him. Give, give him to struggling. Me. Yeah, I'm struggling. I am struggling. Uh, so we got San San Diego, San Francisco, and oh, El Paso. San Diego. San Diego. Um, we put Orlando as much of the chat room did. Yeah. However, Orlando is um, Orlando's pretty far down on the list, actually. Uh, San Antonio is actually the second most populous city. In the U.S. that ends in, in O. It's actually even more than San Diego and San Francisco. I would have never, I would have never known that. I know, I know. And it didn't, like, we came up with a list of about 20 and we said, all right, well, it has to be Orlando, San Diego, San Francisco, and uh, El Paso. And uh, But they're not the uh, most, but they're, but if you didn't take into account the O at the end, they're not in that order, right? They're like mixed in with other San cities. San Antonio, San Diego, San Francisco, El Paso in that order. Right. But if they didn't have yeah. the O's, you'd have LA in there. You'd have Well, yeah, New York, Los Angeles, right, 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 Houston, right. Okay. Phoenix. I, in my head I'm thinking was it just was there some coincidence where they also happen to be in population order and have O's at the end of their name, but that wasn't right. that wasn't right. working. No, either. Orlando, Orlando is even behind Plano and Greensboro. Whoa. And um, uh, 
uh, Orlando's Fresno. less populated than 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 Greensboro. It's less populated than Greensboro. Sacramento is more populous than Orlando. Fresno, like I said. Uh, oh yeah, Fresno. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Orlando is the seventy first most populous city in the U S. There are tons more cities. That's nutty. To um, me. Yeah. This is information. Corpus I... Christi, Stockton, California, Henderson, Nevada. Henderson more, has more people? More people than Orlando. I Lincoln, Nebraska. There Anchorage, time, Alaska there has t- more people. There are times where I'm not sure uh, anyone lives in Henderson, Nevada. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, let alone but yeah, more popular yeah, than so that. That's it's, crazy. Uh, it's crazy how low on the list Orlando is. But anyway, that was two points. And if we would have gotten that one, we would have gotten our... We would have gotten our first place. Um, so, uh, so we've got you. We've got me. Yeah. We don't have Brian Dunaway, right? Because he messaged meeting, meeting, um, meeting. Do we want to? I can really quickly see if I can get Randy. I'm trying to look and see if like, um, uh, because this would be this probably would be a good one if we could get, um, Gidget. But I'm looking to see if she's in the chat room. Oh yeah, we could do Gidget. Yeah, because okay. she's she's always, you know, prepped, kind of like oh, with yeah, her. There she is. She's her right audio there. connection. She's right there. Should we add her? Let's let's uh, Gidget. Can you jump in on? This wouldn't be a quest quiz for Scott. This would be. Uh, this would be you and Scott playing Babel Royale. Yeah, so it'd be the two of us. It'd be like what we do at Dunaway. Yes, and I think I think she could actually do this one pretty well with her. Australian knowledge, specifically movies. Well, I'm calling her now on Discord. We'll see if she may have okay. to hook something up. But uh, we also have yeah. our contestant on the line. Let me see who this is. Hi, uh, thanks for being so patient. Who's this? This is Jay in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Well, welcome, Jay. It's oh, good to have you here. Jay. How are you? Hey, Scott, we share a birthday. Oh, no way, dude. Oh, it's Jay's birthday, too. This is, I, are you I, the I messaged you this morning. Oh, that was you. Okay, awesome. The Hasselhoff, yep. uh, the Hasselhoff message? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we uh, we both have to share Hasselhoff today. That's the rule because his it's his but birthday. I get, the, I get the back half. That's true. You ugh, ugh. all right? So David Hasselhoff. Uh, let's see how hey, old hey he's Jay, turning. Yeah. What is the what is the name of that awesome independent record store there in St. Cloud? Well, we have an electric fetus. That's the one, the electric fetus. Are you kidding? Yes. Electric but fetus. That, that has closed and since become, what? I believe, a subway. Oh, <laughs> oh man. no, really? That's too bad. Oh yeah, oh, we were that place all was so awesome. sad. There is still, I think, an electric fetus maybe in Minneapolis. There's like another okay. one. All right. But yeah, that, that's, oh. a, that's a bit long gone. It was a gem. There's still hope, Brian. What? There's one. There's yeah. one somewhere. I I I made so I went up to the St. Cloud Times, I believe, is the newspaper up there. <laughs> it is. Um, and I went and uh, basically uh, everyone's there like, oh, you like music? You have to go to Electric, electric Fetus. I'm like, what's that? Says, oh, the greatest record store. And it is a great, or it was a great record store. Electric Fetus. Um, so any any word here from Gidget? No answer. Gidget? She's in the chat, but I haven't gotten her. She's not picking up. So it's like that. as soon as hi. we. Oh, there hi, she hi, is. Hi, 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 hi hello. And, and don't worry. Sorry. You don't have to put any makeup on because it's just audio. Yeah, today. it's just audio today. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, but, thank God. Yeah, thank no God, kidding. Because I, I look like that old picture that everyone's doing today with the <laughs> app thing. You do not. You are lovely. That you, app is that app is horrific. The tool of the devil. People should burn it and oh delete my God. it. Oh, my God. Because the weird thing is, like, 
I did it and then I did the younger me and I thought the younger me disturbed me more than the older me because yeah. I thought, well, there's something I can do about that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. But it's there's not, nothing I can do the, about the younger, the younger one. one. It, this, this, here's what would really piss you off. So I was sitting around playing around with this app with the kids last night and Nick yeah. McCarter in the room and I said, hey, you guys should try the young one, see what happens. Because the old one makes them look old and it's all fine. But then they, they try the young one. It makes me look like some kind of weird mutant. They do it and it doesn't change. Nothing changed. Uh, <laughs> it's the exact oh, same face. That is so annoying. That that is the thing. I saw on Twitter there was all these people doing it, going, "I don't look so bad," and it's like, "Well, you know, you're 17." So <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. What's it going to do to you? you make, make you look 25? Oh, you poor bugger. Yeah, I'm you know, sure. Oh. I'm sure it'll all look exactly the way they think it will. In 30, 40 years. I look like Betty White. That's what I got the most back from. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, 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 I got a lot of compliments from the initial photo. I got Greta Skarki it's sort of in a heyday. And then I got, hey, not doing too bad. You're looking like Betty White. And I'm like, <laughs> awesome. You know, golden girls, here we come. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Which one are you? Are you... Uh... You're Rue Ru- McClanahan because you're, you're oh. Gidget Von LaRue, see? So you got the Rue in there. <laughs> I, I, I think I've been a little bit of... All of them, yeah. One yeah. Apart from Betty, apart from Betty White, um, yeah. never, never really been a title. I was a, I was a big Just fan. Slight moron. I like what's, <laughs> I like what's her name. What's her name? Um, that died. Which one? B. B. Arthur. I love B. Arthur. She's awesome. B. Yeah. Arthur had the the quips and Estelle Getty as well as her mum. Yeah, and yeah, she, she was great. The, the two of them really sort of had the the really clever stuff, and and Betty White really very graciously played the stupid one but yeah. you know hey she's still alive and the rest are dead so and Re- hey. yeah Rue McClanahan was like the she was like the the she was the, the youngest the, and the, she played the oldest right? the, yeah no, she's no, no, the youngest no. one wait the youngest one was Estelle Getty I thought no that played the mom the little oh, one sorry. no yeah Estelle Getty was the one the youngest and she played the oldest yeah and she played the oldest that's right but Rue McClanahan was like the slutty one <laughs> the one that was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah Blanche. Yeah, Blanche, 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 Blanche. Blanche, Blanche was, yeah. That's, she, that's basically my mom. She was right in now. Starship Troopers. I don't know if anyone remembers Sorry, that. Sorry, She was a, she was that teacher, that blind teacher in Starship Troopers, which is the weirdest thing in the world for Rue McClanahan to play. Anyway, that's, a, that's such a cool, that's such a cool movie. It's though. a pretty cool movie. It has its moments. It's got its problems, it, but yeah. it has its moments. Give it that. Yeah, it, it, it was the first one was good, and then it all just went downhill like. You know, a lot of movies. But <laughs> yeah. I, look, I need to say happy birthday, Scott. Oh, thanks. I've, uh, I very much appreciate that. Everyone's been very nice today, and and uh, it's been very, very nice. Fifty years old. Yeah, it's That's old as um, hell. Yeah, it seems old. Well, yeah. whatever. Like it's I, the fifties, the new forty, or whatever. I don't know. I, if it, look, if it makes you feel better, look at look up. I did this uh, not the other, just the other day. Yeah. I looked up all the celebrities that have died before my age mm-hmm. because I do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just to make me feel better, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, you know, uh, you know, this person made it to like 32, mm. or this person made it, and and we've just got to be grateful for just being around. Yeah, I agree. Where it's also yeah. way past. Uh, I mean, I know the averages are higher now, but like. You know, in the 1800s, I would have been blind already. I would have had, I probably would have died at 16 from a burst appendix. Like, if you really look at what your life is and you look at all the moments of like, oh, that was no big deal. We went to the hospital and fixed it. If it was the 1800s, it wouldn't have the option. I'd just be freaking dead. So, it was was just easy. You look at that time in in England where it was the Black Plague and just like, 
every second person was dying. Yeah, right. You exactly. know, that was just standard. It was like, you want to go to Macca's? No, I'm busy dying. Yeah, I'm busy dying <laughs> of the consumption. Of I like consumption or Jay, Jay, uh, Jay, Jay with the uh, Oregon Trail reference very well. Scott has died of cholera. There you go. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, we should play this. So, Brian, you want to explain how it'll work? I mean, it's no different than usual, right? Because no, it's just no the Gidget's like Dunaway. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So, all right. So, so what well, could Jay win? That's the important thing. And what's our topic? Well, God, do I get to read the whole scripty thing? No, do? you don't Can get to read it. I'm just kidding. Read Come the whole on. thing. Go for it. Read Hang the whole on. Thing. Wait, wait, wait. I just wrote a shitload of Mad Max questions. Yeah. Yeah. What? But we're not doing that for this because. Yeah. You got to hold those. <laughs> maybe... It's his birthday. You got to hold those. You got to hold them for our next big well, okay, uh, thing. Okay. Now, hold on. This this might be, we might be able to work this. So. Um, we could. It could be. It can be. It could be a bit of a competition. Uh, Brian, you can keep the score, but this can be a Mad Max. Like how many? Let's, let's predicting see. how many he gets right. So how many? Yeah. Let's do this. All right, Jay. So, uh, Gidget, how many questions are there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, 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 about seven. That's seven. Okay. okay. So, Jay. Uh -huh. Um, how many? Questions. How many Mad Max Fury Road questions? These are Mad Max Fury Road, right? Not not all the movies. It's all the movies. That's fine. All the movies. That's okay. Fine. All right. All the movies. There's only Excellent. one Fury Road. Yeah. So. Totally fine. Wow. All right. Good. You better so, know your uh, Mad Max. No kidding. All right. So <laughs> let's have you predict how many questions he gets. If you are within two of being correct, you win the prize today. How's that? Two in either direction. <laughs> well. Yeah, okay, so I guess I would say he'll get five then. Five? Because he could, Ooh, if he aces it, I, I'm within two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And if he if gets he all gets, of them right, then if he it's gets a very smart three, play. Then I get, so really, if exactly. he just biffs it, I, I lose? It's really, exactly. If he, if he only gets it. two right, yeah. then <laughs> one, if he only gets one or two right, then uh, then you lose. But the, you, you played and, it. Exactly the right way. As long way. as he Perfectly assures me, he's going to try. I'm going to try my best. I'll do my absolute right. best. And by the way, I appreciate and it. Here's, here's the and thing. And here's what you're playing for today, This, yeah. which is really awesome. Yeah. You are playing for a Netflix $25 gift card courtesy of Daniel DeLuca. Is, is that the Herb Alpert music in the background there? Oh, is, yeah. uh, from I'm just doing some background music. Perfect. Uh, Daniel DeLuca. So a $25 Netflix gift card so you can basically apply that to your account and not have to pay for Netflix for the next couple months. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, pretty huge cool. thanks to Daniel for that. And by the way, Jay, is I can tell he's one of my people because he used the term biffed it. And I used to say that I know. all the time. <laughs> Biffed it on your huffy, yeah. on your huffy uh, dirt bike. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right, I, I think I can do this. So it's five out of seven. I needed to aim for oh, here, Brian. Get five. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Actually, all right, even so if you so get three, Brian, you wins, can yeah. relax. You can relax. You can keep the score. I will so, totally do that. You, know, you, you can just like sit back, put your slippers on, put <sighs> your beanie on, and well, no, I'm saying beanie because it's freezing here, but it's warm over there, so that's yeah. weird. All right. Okay. All right, Scott. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. First one. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of dog did Max have in Mad Max to the Road Warrior? And all of these are options. Um. I'll give you the options. Like you get multiple. You get multiple choice. Yeah. Yep. Australian cattle dog, Australian Kelpie, Australian Shepherd, or a German Shepherd. Um, I actually think he's a German Shepherd. 
Is he German Shepherd? Oh, that's the worst answer ever. It's anything but that. No, it was an Australian cattle dog. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, German, G- German <laughs> Shepherd's the only non-Australian dog on that list. Okay. How could you go well, for it? Because I thought it was a trick question like, hey, look at all these Australian dogs in this Australian production. <laughs> and then it's I valid. Yeah. It's, it's hard. If you, if, you, if you don't know dog breeds and stuff, that, that's really hard. I started off hard. All right. So, all right. Okay. Second question. So, score currently zero. Zero. Zip. <laughs> Hang in there, Jay. Nada. We got this, buddy. We got this. Nothing. All right. All right. What ACDC song does Knight Rider quote in Mad Max? Is it Highway to Hell, Big Gun, Rocker, or Shot Down in Flames? Uh, this is in the first movie, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, the one I watched the least. Same here. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm having one of those things where the obvious is probably a ruse, but I'm going to say Highway to Hell because it was also popular. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the one that everybody knows. It was actually Rocker. Damn it! Ooh. Yeah. All right, two down. Yeah. You, you're going to hate me after this, Scott. Sorry. Oh. Um. <laughs> the score is zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what was the make and model of Max's yellow interceptor? Was it a Ford X13 Falcon GT351? Was it a Ford Crown Victoria 513? Was it a Ford Landau G32 or was it a Ford Falcon? What's the difference between the between A and D? Give me A again. Ford X13 Falcon GT351. A Ford Crown Victoria 513. Mm. A Ford Landau G32 or a Ford Falcon? Just a plain Just Ford a Falcon. Plain no, old no modifiers or... Yeah, okay. no fancy crap about that one. Uh, I think I'm going to say it's the Falcon, the last one. You're exactly right. Oh, my Lord. Woo! Woo! All okay. right. All right. We're still in it to win it here, Jay. Don't don't lose faith, buddy. It's all right, Jay. You got it. It's all, all good. Right. It's, all right. it's getting easier as it goes, I promise you. All right. The score right. is one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barna. Yeah. Sure. Okay. No <laughs> Uh, what was the name of the company printed on the back of the tanker in Mad Max 2 The Road Warrior? Was it British Petroleum, mm-hmm. Seven Sisters Petroleum, Exxon, or 666 Petroleum? Oh, my gosh, dude. That's a weird... Yeah. I'll, ask a good, I'll, I'll, I'll give it again. Yeah, British give me the Petroleum, yeah. Seven Sisters Petroleum. Exxon or 666 Petroleum? I'm going to say, given the time period, it's probably, it was probably Exxon. No! Oh, no! No, it was, no, it was Seven Sisters Petroleum. What? It's all right, you've got, Seven you've, Sisters? You've, you've, you've got a few more to go. Yeah, all it was right. Seven Sisters. All right. Okay. The score is still one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Max's eyes look different. Why? His eyes were injured in a wreck with Wes in Mad Max 2. A snake in his booby trap bit his eye. His eye was injured in an explosion in MM2 Road Warrior, or they actually are not different. 
<laughs> wow. This, this oh quiz is freaking brutal. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I got these all online at the Ultimate Mad Max quiz. So the wow. next time I will do them myself and just on Fury Road. So next year, just on Fury Road. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, all right. So the, the, the options again were yeah. his eyes were injured in a wreck with Wes in Mad Max 2, yeah. Fury uh, Road Warrior. A snake in his booby trap bit his eye. His eye was injured in an explosion in MM2 Road Warrior or they actually are not different. I'm going to say they're not different because my memory is just giant mullet and no and, and gray hair, but no actual yeah. eye thing. I think that eye thing. No, you're having a crappy birthday. No, it's completely wrong. <laughs> um, it was his eyes were injured in a wreck with Wes in Mad Max Two. Really? Shit. Road Warrior. Because yeah. I remember he had a he had a bandage over his eyes for the like when the kids were leading him out of the desert, didn't That's, they? Yeah, correct. But yeah. but I didn't exactly think they were right. different. Oh, okay. Well. Oh yeah, supposedly, gosh. yeah, they put contact lenses in him or something to make them, you know, <laughs> George Miller was like that. He was like, oh, we just do a nice little thing to it. Mm. All right. So, all right. So, so don't worry, Scott. Yeah. The next Scott. two questions right for Jay to win the prize. All right. All right. Scott, it's okay. It gets easier. I always start off with the hard ones. All right. <laughs> Story of my life. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> what is Max's last name? Is it Jabowski? Kronowski, Rokanski, or Jablonsky? C. C. Correct. Yes. Yep. That one I know. Yep. Rokanski. Yep. I can't say it right, yep. but that's right. Yeah. Yep. Well done. Okay. All right. So All right. what ca- Wait, Brian, what- Brian, score. Hold on. Hold on. We got we to we drum roll this because this is basically this is the last question, correct? Yeah. And no, if no, I get no. It- there's um. Hang on. Wait. Oh. I, mis- I miscounted them. There's. Three more. Oh, that's three more. <laughs> so he's got a chance. He's got a chance, chance. to win this. It's that's better true. that there's Actually, more questions. It is because at this point, if he gets any of the next three right, even if he gets all three right, he's still within range of Jay's predictions. So he just has to get one of the next three questions right. All right, this is good. Right. Is good. Correct. Yeah. So right, it's right. better there's more questions. Yeah. All right. So all right, what character? We're just going to keep asking him questions until he gets three of them right. <laughs> it's his birthday. We'll just keep going. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I just found eight in. more questions. <laughs> Fill in the I didn't, ca- I didn't count correctly. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I didn't count correctly. I just went, oh, there's a load of questions. Uh, okay. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, so what character said, but how the world turns one day, cock of the walk. Next, a feather in the duster. Was it the feral kid, the toe cutter, Gandolini, humongous, or auntie entity? Does it say, does it specify which movie? No. No. I'll just say the quote again and I'll try and say, I'll try and say it like the character. (laughs) But how the world turns one day, (sighs) cock of the walk. Next, a feather in the duster. Uh, very well done. Very well done, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Gandolini, humongous or auntie entity, like Bartino Dona. You said toe cutters in that list. I did. You did. I'm not saying that's my answer. I'm just asking. You said. You said. Will I say it it (laughs) again, like the character? Let's let's uh, omit that one out of the list. What's love got to do with it? Jesus Christ. Okay. 
But how the world turns when they cock off the walk next a feather. All right, that's humongous. Isn't it? (laughs) Isn't it? No? Oh, it's Artie Edity. It's Tina Turner. Oh, it I is? I what's got to do with it. Oh, man. Really? That was... I hate Thunderdome. Have I put that on the record before? Like people, yeah, it's my least favorite as well. People it's my think least I'm favorite like, as well. Yeah, people think I'm like this diehard for all of it. I'm not. I, no, that's no, no, a bad I agree. movie. I don't think you should ever be a slave to any series ever. There are always mistakes in everything, and I don't like Thunderdome either. The only and thing the kids, good about yeah. Thunderdome is the who runs Bartertown bit. That's it. That's yeah, all that matters. The rest of it is dumb. And the, and the actual Thunderdome. Angry Anderson, actually. I used to be friends with him. When I worked on the Midday Show with Ray Martin, yeah. Angry Anderson, who plays that little bald guy with the things sticking out, yeah, yeah. He, he was a, he was a big rock star here in Australia, and I used to be mates with him when I worked on the midday show. He was a really? cool guy. Oh, that's mm. crazy! Right. It, yeah, you mean I Blaster, know. basically? Yeah, Blaster, yeah. Master Blaster, Blaster, or Blaster? No, no, just Blaster. Yeah, just Blaster, Blaster or Master, Master Blaster. Yeah, Master's on top of Blaster. Yeah, the little that's one right. that got stuck in the pig pin pit. That's right. Exactly. Captain Kipper says it's better than Fury Road. I'm going to jump through the internet and kick Captain Kipper right in his testicles. It is not better than (laughs) Fury Road. None of them are. None of them are as good. All right. It's it's my least favorite. Yeah. It's my least favorite. I would say uh, it's a tie with Fury Road and um, uh, Mad Max 2. Yeah, Yeah. Road Warrior is awesome. And then Mad Max 1. And then this one, uh, the. That one would be the last. I, I actually like I like Thunderdome better than the first Mad Max, but but number two and Fury Road kill it for me. Road Warrior and, and uh, Fury. Yeah, yeah. They're, well, they're I, better th- well I think the thing with the very first Mad Max movie, it was basically an Australian movie, and it didn't go anywhere else but Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a couple of Australians went to see it. And went, yeah, it's a bit of all right. <laughs> And and then he made a bigger movie with Mad Max 2. Yeah, right. But Mad Max 1, and even, you know, my ex-husband who is British, he only knew it with American voices. Mm -hmm. So he hadn't even heard it with the the original Australian voices. So this movie was kind of bastardized in a way. Um, And it was only Mad Max 2 that kind of pulled it together. But all right, so next question, Scott, don't give up. Okay. All right. Um, so, what was the nickname of Vernon Wells on the set of Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior? Remember, he had the chapless pants. Was mm. it Temperature Tussie, Chilly Cheeks, Frosty <laughs> Fanny, or Barometer Buns? <laughs> Wait, did you say one was Frosty Cheeks? <laughs> I, know, I know you're going to favor that one, but it's not that one. It's Temperature Tussie. <laughs> Chilly Cheeks, Frosty Fanny, and Barometer Buns. And remember, it's in Australia. Yeah, you'd yeah. never say Fanny in Australia. Fanny means something completely different yeah. in, uh, in Australia. Fanny is vagina. Yeah, it's, yeah. For, the, for, it's <laughs> exactly. for the Virginia there. What's the top? What was A again? Give me the first one. All right, Temperature Tussie. Let's do that one, Temperature Chilli- Tussie. Let's do that. No, it was <laughs> barometer, barometer Buns. Damn it. Oh. Oh. Really? Barometer Buns? Yeah. Hey, are any of yep. these Fury Road questions? Just curious if any of those are going to. No, I'm, ju- I'm just checking, and no, they weren't because I didn't have time to do the Fury Road. <laughs> I did these last minute. The minute I was listening to your podcast, and you were like, oh, we haven't got our two guests. And I'm like, shit, I better put together a couple of questions just in case. So I just threw, the, threw these together from this website. Promise you next time is Fury Road. That's fine. It's okay, totally fine. So. <laughs> 
trust me, I was writing very quickly. I'm sure All right, you were, so yes. so what was the budget for the original Mad Max? Was it three hundred and fifty thousand, thirty-five thousand, three point five million, or thirty-five million? Thirty-five thousand. That was not one of the options. Yeah, it was. She said B. Yeah, it was. It was, it was oh, either three, three, three hundred, three hundred and fifty thousand, thirty-five thousand, three point five million, or thirty-five million. Gotcha. Okay, sorry, I didn't hear the thirty-five. It 000. seems like a really cheap yeah. production, so I would have thought thirty-five, but it sounds like it's not. It's probably three fifty. It's not a million or more. There's no way. Go with your instinct. Three fifty. Three hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, instinct. my first instinct. <laughs> thirty-five was my first instinct. No, no, no. Oh, go with your second instinct. Go with your second instinct. Second, second. I meant, second. I meant a couple more zeros. 350,000 is what I meant. Yes. Yes. That is the correct answer. There we go. We got it. Did, so wait, is that the last? That was the last one? That was the last oh one. Oh, my gosh. Brian, did I, how bad did I lose? Like, we're, we're out the of the score, running. The score is three. So Jay wins. Oh, wait, he totally wins, doesn't he? He totally wins right. because that's within two of five. Jay, Jay how, how, uh, how worth it was that for you sitting there listening that, to that? That was, that was fantastic. It's my best birthday gift from myself ever. Well, this is fantastic to hear. Uh, here's what you need to do uh, on your happy birthday is to send me an email, scott at frogpants.com, and I'll send you that code and, uh, and hook you up today. And congratulations and well done. I'm sorry I'm such a bad uh, trivia answer. Uh, Very happy birthday, Jay, by the way. Yes. From yeah. Australia. Bye-dee bye, Jay. Bye-dee bye. Bye-dee bye, Jay. Bye. Uh, well, that was fun. Uh, you're a good stand-in. That was fun, except for the yeah, part where I didn't you. know anything. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you were great, yeah, as no, always. No, I, I, that, that was just pulled together at the last minute because the minute I heard, oh, I guess I've dropped out, I'm like, shit, I better put together some questions just in case. <laughs> And well it's your birthday, Scott. So I thought, well, we better do Mad Max, but I didn't have time to do the the um, Fury Road one. So um, I will put together Fury Road questions, but I've got all the the '80s questions ready to go as well. So whenever oh, you want them, you just ask me. Yeah, don't you worry. We got a I got a Thursday in mind for this month that we're going to pull you in here and do that. So uh, more on that Yay. later. It's Gidget Von Von Larue, everybody. Thank go you. get some sleep Thank and don't drink you. Have too a good much. Day. Oh, I cut her off. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> she uh she's uh, it's very late there where she is so it uh, is yes she should be in bed getting her beauty sleep um all right well that was fun <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel i feel uh dumb but also not that dumb because those aren't no, my, those, those aren't my tough. areas yeah plus those those, those movies think... aren't my areas as much i mean there's stuff in road warrior that i could certainly answer to but it would be things like what did the helicopter guy's name or what was his name right, or what was right. the um, what did the guy say about the gas when he was telling me he wanted the gas or how many fingers got cut off from machete guy or from uh, not machete the um, what do you call that boomerang guy got his boomerang. fingers cut off yeah, like I would remember all of those things but yeah Fury Road and, or sorry uh, Thunderdome and the first one I don't uh-huh. remember Jack <laughs> remember nothing I, I the only two I would have gotten that you didn't get were the the Australian catalog and uh, and Tina Turner but only because of, of how how much it felt like Gidget was trying to get you to say Tina Turner. <laughs> she was definitely steering me there. But yes. she also sounded like humongous. And she, the well, way she was the, saying the it. second time she did the accent, it sounded like uh, almost like a Confucius. <laughs> 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 Confucius <laughs> say. <laughs> but the first time, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, my, my heart. Oh, are you having a... Oh, there you go. You look better now. That's a weird thing, how it creeps up on you. We did Current Geek last night. It didn't happen to Tom, so it's something with our... I don't know what it is. I don't know. I have no mm. idea. But I know this. We have time for a little bit of news, and so I'm going to play this thing. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. It's the news brought to you by... Brought to you by Coverville, where today we're going to be celebrating the birthday of uh, Trevor Horn, who turned uh, 70 a couple days ago on July 15th. Um, this is a guy who was a member of the Buggles and the uh, the Art of Noise, but he's also a producer. Uh, he made that, you know, that that great Yes album, 90125. That is because of Trevor Horn, man. His production on that. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Um, like I said, the Art of Noise. Um, uh, he's worked with Jeff Beck. Oh, Seals Crazy was produced by Trevor Horn. Oh, you're never uh, going to survive unless that one. I love that the song. one. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, he is, he has been, he has had so many, uh, so much involvement with, with such great music, especially the eighties. He produced the, do they know it's Christmas thing with Bob Geldof. Oh, wow. Um, for, for a Band-Aid. Anyway, Trevor Horn. So you're going to hear covers of and by some of his biggest uh, produced hits. That is going to be today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Nice. All right, I'll get to at least one of these. Let's get to one of them. A Florida woman. Oh, this is a good one to choose, too. This is pretty good. Um, we And we've had a string of weird ice cream stories lately, so here's another one for you. Yeah. Florida woman accused of urinating in ice cream machine at local shop. St. Petersburg woman was arrested Monday and charged with tampering with food. An arrest affidavit claims she peed in an ice cream churning machine and picked her nose and stuck her fingers in the ice cream containers. Burying the lead once again. Ugh. Indian. Well, I don't know. It's not what it's not worse than. No, I mean, it's all foul. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Indian geez. Shores police say the incident happened at Lulu's Ice Cream Shop, and uh, that happened in Indian Shores, uh, Florida. According to the arrest documents, Jung Soon Wipcha. Cha. Wipcha. <laughs> I don't know how you say Young that. Jung Soon Wipcha or Wipcha? Wipcha. Probably Wipcha. Uh, who police say owns the adjoining Indian store's food mart business next to the ice cream shop was seen on video using the shared bathroom with the door uh, open five different times in the month of June. Arrest reports say she did not wash her hands after using the restroom. And at least one of the uh, bathroom breaks, she walked over to a freezer containing cartons of ice cream, shoved her hands into the ice cream containers. On another, cameras captured her picking her nose and sticking her hands in the ice cream. And also on surveillance, spitting in the ice cream as well. On one final occasion, she allegedly used the ice cream churning machine as a makeshift toilet and then emptied her urine in a uh, sink uh, used to rinse out ice cream equipment and bowls. What the f is wrong with this lady? No kidding. For serious. How much ice cream could a whip whip chuck chuck if a whip chuck could chuck ice cream? It's bad, man. Like, what are you doing? Don't you yeah. own the we business need- next door? What business is what? What's that like? Do I want any of your freaking Indian food? No. No, I don't. If uh, so, obviously, you know, getting arrested and stuff. I hope that that this is like this is not buried in her future. Uh, trying to get employment, like she should be kept far as far away from any future employment at food service. 
she should basically be a janitor or a, yeah. a custodian or you know yep. like that keep, going keep, forward keep her away from food no more food have her clean up everybody else's pee that's for a while <laughs> yes now i'm going to tell you about a thing that might gross you out i don't know it grosses me out oh, a little bit all right okay craft foods you know craft they make oh, macaroni yeah, sure. and they the make, you know and... they make good food is i think their former uh Oh, yeah. Slogan, craft. craft, we make good food. We make good food, they'd say. Yeah, yep. Well, the inter- really, when you think about it, it's the, the dumbest tagline ever, the dumbest slogan, we make good food. Right, yeah, we make it go. We are smart. <laughs> We're the packlets <laughs> of food. The packlets of food, craft. Well, anyway, they've introduced something called salad frosting. Okay. Um, I played a keytar for those guys in the 90s. Salad frosting. Yeah, they were great. They were really good. They Please op- welcome to the stage, Salad Frosty. <laughs> they opened for, uh, I couldn't think of who they opened. They opened for fish once. There, there <laughs> Perfect. Uh, anyway, they made it to help trick your kids into eating more vegetables. So check this out. Uh, instead of simply asking kids to eat salad dressing or pretending the age-old condiment bears the hallmarks of a uh, dessert staple, Kraft Heinz has introduced salad frosting with the sweet-toothed invoking word right there on the label. Uh, but here's the catch. It's just a slim tube of ranch dressing. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Relabeled so parents can trick kids into happily eating their vegetables. Kids will eat anything with frosting, right? The company states in a news release. It's a match made for dinnertime bliss. That makes me want to <sighs> kill somebody. I don't like it. Uh Anyway, kids, uh, uh, it's also worth noting that the ranch dressing is, is, isn't exactly the healthiest option for kids anyway, or grown-ups for that matter. Just two tablespoons of Kraft's version has 110 calories. Wow. Uh, 10 grams of fat, 290 milligrams of sodium, the same amount of Betty Crocker's vanilla frosting uh, has more calories, 140, but just five grams of fat and 70 milligrams of sodium. So it's literally healthier for your kid to eat the frosting than it is your little fake ranch frosting. Well, no, no, it's, 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 only 30 calories it's 30 calories better to have the ranch than it is the vanilla yeah but frosting. not the other oh, stuff oh the fat and sodium yeah that's true lots of sodium yeah Holy look God, at the sodium 290 versus 70 like that's yeah, crazy no but keep in mind they're eating salad they're eating vegetables with that the ranch as opposed to with the betty crocker vanilla frosting they'd be eating cake with that that's true or just eating straight frosting. Did, when Tristan know. was little, would he do a salad, or was he opposed to such? Yeah, things? we we basically um, he ate whatever we were eating, and if he didn't, then he'd be hungry, kind of thing. <laughs> like we didn't want to do the whole like. That's good. Okay, well, the rest of us are eating this, but you can have chicken fingers, or you can have this. And it's like, no, I mean, mom, you know, mom's cooking this. We're all having this. That's exactly and, right. Uh, how to do that? If anyone, there's parenting yeah. tip number one on episode seventeen fifty. Uh, celebrating uh, uh, 50 years of quality podcast content. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, but that's good advice, actually. Don't give your kids like, oh, okay, well, he's just going to eat breadsticks and gum. Like, you have to, you know, have them eat what yeah. you're eating and learn. And learn. And if they don't eat, well, they don't eat. Like, it's that, that's the food. That's what's available. And it seems harsh, yeah. but not really. It's not harsh. It's good. My kids all grew up with that. Kim was very good about the veggies. They all enjoyed them. And now they all love a big salad. Love the big salad. Here in yep. the house. That's what I'm having for lunch today. So uh, I guess after this news, it's uh, Wrigley's turn. They're coming out with spinach gushers. <laughs> right in the middle of a gusher. Mm. <laughs> mm. The outside, make the outside look like an olive or something, you know, so it looks like it's supposed to be a salad. <laughs> That's right. Or uh, radish roll-ups. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
That sounds horrendous. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here with a bit of tech news in the morning. We always love having him on, so come on back for that. Yeah. Before that, though, we're going to do a musical break. Brian's brought something, and he will now describe it in detail. Yes, let's uh, let's rock uh, for today's Indie in the Middle, because, you know, I've, we've done, what, burlesque music. We've done some pop stuff in the past, like Dream Pop and and psychedelia in the past uh, few days let's just let's just rock out heavy crushing guitar riffs with uh, uh a band called red hymns uh h-y-m-n-s red hymns um these guys i believe are from the new jersey area the jersey city area and uh this song totally rocks it's from their their third ep which is called volume three um it's very good. It uh, here's the song called <laughs> again. This is when you'll want to write down three Y I P. That's the letter. Uh, that's the number three followed by the letters Y I P. All right, three Y P. All right, three Y I P. Three Y I P. Yeah, three in an ice cream machine. I hardly knew her. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, we should play that. Let's play that. Let's and, play. It. Uh, let's play it. Let's just play. It. Yeah, let's play it. We'll be back in a second. Stay tuned.
thank ButcherBox for supporting the podcast and making me hungry. Here's how it works. Choose from curated boxes, including a mix of high-quality beef, chicken, and pork, or customize your own box so you can get exactly what you want and what your family loves. Each one of these boxes comes with at least 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individually-sized meals. And uh, all the meat is delivered right to your doorstep. 100% grass-fed and finished beef, meaning the cattle uh, ate nothing but grass their entire lives. Okay. They didn't uh, eat the other stuff. Just grass. You know, like a real cow should do. Free-range chicken. Organic chicken. Heritage-bred pork. Man. Mmm. That's what I like is good pork. You know, it's the other white meat. Sustainably caught wild Alaskan sockeye salmon for you fish folks. (laughs) Uh, ButcherBox bacon also is sourced from heritage-breed pigs and is uncured, nitrate-free, and sugar-free. Uh, my mouth is watering talking about this. It's very, very affordable. The price is just $129 a month, which works out to be less than $6 a meal. I guarantee you're paying more than that right now for whatever your meat options are. And it's very convenient. ButcherBox delivers right to your door on dry ice. And you cook with peace of mind, knowing you're feeding your family healthy, high-quality meat that you can actually trust, which is really nice. I enjoyed... The uh, meat they sent me is fantastic. Uh, probably my favorite is the bacon. I mean, who doesn't love bacon? And it's kind of the best bacon I've ever had. It could be yours too. Here's what you need to do to receive $20 off your first order and six burgers for free in every box all summer long. That's until October 15th. So the whole summer, well into what I call fall anyway. Go to butcherbox.com TMS and enter TMS at checkout. That's six free burgers in every box all summer long until October 15th, plus $20 off by going to butcherbox.com slash TMS and entering that code TMS at checkout. Get summer's best offer before it expires. Hey, bro. Nice bike. 
Where'd you get it? Someone gave it to me. Oh, yeah? That's pretty ironic, because, uh, looks exactly like my friend's bike. It's not how irony works. It's like there ain't no ag up in there. The Morning Stream, where something funny, 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 snark, snarky, snark. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Mm, 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 mm. Um, that clip has something to do with my recommendal today. Oh, does it now? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's just, we're just going to have to wait to find out what that is. You'll have to wait and find out, just like everybody else. But now, it's this. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, all the way from Los Angeles, California. Tom, welcome to the show. Hello, Brian and Scott. Hello. Hello, the ghostly voice of <laughs> Tom. The ominous <laughs> sound. Can't see your face? Yeah. yeah I guess so. Oh, yeah, no, I like it. Tom told me he wasn't going to wear pants since we didn't have to have him on video today. So. Well, Which I don't. is hilarious because you don't see me from the waist down. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's always funny when you explain them. <laughs> always, right? <laughs> every time uh he's uh, always here on wednesdays that's what we do we have tom on we talk about tech tech in the morning a little tech never hurt nobody and uh there's probably something brewing out there tom what are we looking at already today well happy birthday oh Scott. thanks tom i got you a nintendo switch console yay <laughs> i hope it's thinner has longer battery life and never docks i do like the fact that i got you a nintendo switch console announcement announcement <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, two out, two out of three, or uh, I guess one out of three. <laughs> uh, it's uh, longer battery life. Uh, the new Switch consoles will have probably Nintendo's not saying, but it's probably because of a new system on a chip. Uh, four and a half to nine hours of battery. Life. Yeah, which is a lot uh, better than the three yeah. to or no two, two and a half to six and a half. And I've never seen mine get six and a half. So no. Um, In fact, it, yeah. whenever they do those numbers and they're so broad like that, we're like, oh, you'll get two to six hours. I'm like, wait, why? What? Like, why is it? Yeah. Why the big difference? Variation. Well, it depends on what game you're playing. I guess if you were, were just using the menu system, you might get six and a half hours. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. You spend all your time in the store, you're going to do just fine. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but no, I. Well, uh, you don't buy anything though. As soon as you download something, it starts using that power. It, it is one. Of, uh, it yeah, is one so of those it's things. really not a big deal. Uh, you should look to make sure if you're buying a switch that it uh, has a serial number XKW. That's the one that has the new internals that give you that longer battery life otherwise it's the same old switch no, nothing else new about it right no new chip no new, or no new video chip i should say no new processor it's all doesn't seem to be no. yeah. well there might be a new processor and they're giving it the new battery life but it's not a more powerful it's not a significantly more powerful processor or anything current as far one's as based know. on the tegra something chip from mm. nvidia i think I that's think. right i think that's yeah. right and i think that's probably just gotten smaller more compact less power consumption all that that's usually a a sign of a three-year-old production cycle. So so why the heck not? But also, you know, they can't really divide their user base by putting in something much faster. Um, it's it's sort of dangerous and doesn't usually work in the console world as much as it does yeah, in PCs. Yeah, and it would, especially for Nintendo, that would, you know, end up being a new version of, you know, that'd be like a jump to a new console model. That would be right. the, the Nintendo something else. Mega. Name. The Switch Mega. Mega. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit like what Sony and Microsoft see, did recently. GameCube, Wii, <laughs> Wii U, Switch, the Switch G. Yeah, the Switch G. <laughs> Switch Lite, Switch G, and then switch it all off. 
we're done. Yeah, the light switch or the 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 switch mini, the mini, uh, um, is 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 the new model, right. and we're not talking about that. We're talking about the full console that you can dock to your television and everything. Right, 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 right. That's a good point. Um, and that's good. I, you know, iteration on this device is good. It feels like just last week we got the light news. Now we got this news. Yeah. Um, big big times for Nintendo, I suppose. And did they? I would also like to uh, comment on Elon Musk's uh, hype. Oh yeah, the merging <laughs> that he wants um, to do. Here, here's what's actually going on. Don't listen to Elon Musk. I love the guy. Actually, he does a lot of great stuff. <laughs> sure. uh, but when he talks, sometimes he says things that you are going or intended for you to take out of context. Uh, he is not going to merge you with an AI anytime soon. What is going on is a company he founded in 2017 with another guy uh, whose name is Max Hodak uh, is called Neuralink. And Neuralink gave an interview to the New York Times kind of divulging some of what they've been working on uh, in the hopes of recruiting more people to join the company, but also uh, beginning to do peer-reviewed papers on its work. And that's important to know is they did put out a, a white paper but there is, it's not a peer-reviewed paper. So Neuralink is, is totally unvetted at this point. Uh, but what it sounds like they want to do is take a lot of the current developments in human-computer interface and improve on them. So they're talking about using uh, very fine threads, about a third of the diameter of the human hair, uh, to, to uh, implant sensors into the brain. This would be much less invasive than the electrodes uh, that have to be used now if you do want to do this sort of thing. Right. Uh, they think they can, because of that, improve the the speed of the transfers, uh, which when you're talking about things like prosthetics uh, would would improve the ability. Uh, you, you think lag's bad in your video game. What if you have lag with your own prosthetic arm, right? Like oh you want to reduce God. that as much as possible. Uh, so they've done some tests. They've done a demonstration where they show a rat uh, being able to, to control or a computer interface at 10 times the data transfer of the previous best sensors. Uh, so there's reality to this. It is very much uh, an assemblage of existing technologies that they intend to improve upon. And that's very exciting on its own. Uh, then you get Elon Musk walking out and talking about, we're going to merge with AIs eventually <laughs> and uh, you know uh, upload our, cloud, our brains into the cloud. It's the only way we'll survive the AIs is if we join them. Uh, which, I mean, uh, when you're talking about the 50 to 100 year timeline is not crazy talk, but it's not what Neuralink is working on today. Yeah. 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 Innovators are often a little wacky, has been my experience. And uh -huh. uh, so this doesn't surprise me that much. The same guy that said that we're probably, there's a high probability we're living in a computer simulation already. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, already uh, in the Matrix or whatever. Oh, and Brent, Brent, oh, I, I used to know that guy's name, Nicholas. Uh, I don't know. Nicholas Bostrom. Bostrom. Nick Bostrom. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. That's the one. I need one of them implants to speed up my brain. That's right. Uh, I mean, I'm. I've always. I've said this for a long time. The minute we have a meaningful implant that does rad stuff for me, I'm totally into it. So all of this sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. I mean, there's. You can reverse hearing loss, vision loss, potentially. There's. There's lots of things you can do medically with this, and that's where Neuralink is focused right now. But yeah, eventually it it could allow uh, some some. You know, if it becomes less invasive right now they still have to drill a hole in your head which i don't think a lot of people are going to want to do <laughs> yeah. uh but they think they can use lasers to be able to implement the filaments in a less invasive way uh and 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 then becomes less risky and then you could start using it for other kinds of of human computer interfaces and the possibilities there 
do start to tantalize, I think. So there are people, or are they just doing this with animals? Are they testing people with these implants? Are they? No, but okay. they actually want to collaborate with Stanford neurosurgeons. Uh, they're pursuing a collaboration. They don't have it yet, but they're pursuing a collaboration with Stanford neurosurgeons to do some tests on the interface on human subjects as early as next year. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting at the very least. I don't like this illustration on an article I found. I just pulled one up with Elon on a mic and then next to him as a N1 implant. And it's one of those like, I don't know, it's like that art everyone uses for their trademarks and for their copyrights and stuff. Just really simple diametric art or whatever. It's just insidious. Got this big implant and a big red glowing thing on the inside of his brain and a bunch of little things hooked up. I take it all back. I don't want one now. (laughs) Take me off the list. Take me off the list that I put myself on that doesn't exist. You know, once you have it, Scott, you won't feel that way. <laughs> is that okay? Is that is that us. how it is? <laughs> Fantastic. We have it and we're fine. Well, this and a lot more uh coming coming down the pipe here uh when we get on the air and do daily tech news show today at 2:30 Mountain Time. So, I'm looking forward to that. We'll talk about these and other stuff. People should check that out live. Tom, anything else before uh, we're done here today? Uh, just to remind people that if they want to keep up on all the things that I'm doing, not just Daily Tech News Show, but Current Geek, It's a Thing with Molly Wood, uh, my my novels and my short stories, uh, you can find it in one easy place at freetomnewsletter.com. You can actually just go there and look at the newsletter, uh, or you can subscribe and have it emailed to you, and then you can email, then you can reply to the newsletter and 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 ask me things or give feedback. Uh, I love hearing from people at freetomnewsletter.com. Yeah, and people should check out the current geek we did last night. We we broke down and watched a <laughs> breakdown. We broke uh, down. We watched down. and broke down what it means to watch, I guess, uh, a Korean drama called uh, Memories of Alhambra, and it was very interesting and. And I think people might get a kick out of that, given it's not all about augmented reality yeah, and yeah. contact lenses living in a virtual world. It's pretty yeah. cool. Having your little AR HUD going on everywhere you go. It's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty rad. So go check that out. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, Leah. Oh yeah, we don't have Nicole. So in her stead, I'm gonna play her. Oh, Nicole. I'll play her thing just to feel good. That reminds me. Did I tell you that they? I gotta take. I did tell you. I got a takedown notice from YouTube about the Fall Guy theme. Yes. So dumb. We paid like played like 15 seconds of that. I mean, come on. That's all it takes. Five seconds are probably what picked up. I'm curious to see what happens with the uh, the Bollywood music we played today. Like if that one gets. Oh yeah, if that gets a ding or not, that'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, well, all right, we are going to uh, do recommendals where we take stuff we saw on streaming services and recommend them to you, the listener. Uh, sometimes we don't recommend them because we don't think they're very good, and we warn you against them. But today's not one of those days, I don't think. Um, Brian, you always start. Let's start with you. What do you want to say about this clip? I will start with something that came out, uh, shoot, I think it was 2006 or 2007. I might have to look that one up. But if you've paid attention to things I've done in the last seven days, then, um, uh, then this might be a little bit of a clue. Intriguing. Yeah. All right, here I'm playing it. Let's see what we got here. All the world, the stage. And all the men and women merely players that have their exits and their entrances. And one man in his time plays many parts. 
is Acts being seven ages. First the infant, mewling and puking in the nurse's arms. Then the whining schoolboy with his satchel and shining morning face, creeping like snail unwillingly to school. And then the lover, sighing like furnace, with a woeful ballad made to his mistress' eyebrow. Man, this sounds like this is like weird Shakespeare or something. It is weird Shakespeare. It's not that not that weird. It is, uh, but it is Shakespeare. It is the As You Like It film, which came out in two thousand six. Oh, right. That was uh, Kevin Klein that you heard there as Jacques. Um, Kevin Klein, man, the, the dude elevates everything that he's in. He is so good. Agreed. Uh, and uh, he actually got an award. Um, a SAG award for outstanding performance by male actor in a television movie or miniseries for his performance in this film. This actually was intended to be released in theaters. It wasn't, it just got, uh, it went straight to like, um, uh, HBO. It was Mm. produced by HBO and HBO just released it, Mm. uh, on their, Wait, is it on there now then? Is that where I would get It is on there now. Yeah, you can go watch this now. Um, really good cast on this one, by the way. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard plays the... I would say the main character, Rosalind, um, uh, David Oyelowo, uh, Alfred Molina is the clown touchstone. And he's got, he almost looks like a Charlie Chaplin kind of clown. Like he's, his hair goes straight up like a racer head uh, and he's got a little thin mustache or a little short mustache, I should say. Wow. Um, but it's also got, this is, it's weird. This is my second week in a row that I've featured something that stars Brian Blessed from uh uh flash gordon flash gordon um he uh he is great in this he is he both plays uh or he plays both duke frederick and duke senior kind of the good brother and the bad brother um the latter being uh rosalind's father who gets exiled from from the kingdom and she basically they all go into the forest of arden to uh, escape getting uh, killed themselves. This is great. This is, um, uh, it's a really fun adaptation. Now they don't do the modernization, but he does do, uh, Kenneth Branagh is the director and screenplay uh, for this. Um, They do set it in Japan as opposed to France where the, the original is set. And it's kind of set in there in the late 19th century when there were English traders in, um, in Japan. And so a majority of the film, I mean, 95% of the film is in the forest of, of Arden. So hmm. uh, you don't know. But it's not one of these modern day looking ones, though, or is it? It's not, it's not modernized. Okay. No. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's modernized in the fact that the original play was written in like 1600s. And this one takes place in the 19th century. So people are wearing leather boots and, and you know. Oh. Uh, uh, but and it's funny because... Uh, you hear phrases like slut and uh, mustard and pancakes yeah. in, in this, and you don't think of those words being around in the 1600s when uh, Shakespeare wrote the original As You Like It. Right. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It's funny because yeah. it is kind of a modern remake if you look at it in that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shakespeare came up with a lot of words. Yeah, he was a word man. Every we say all sorts of stuff now that were just yeah. things he made up. Like right? uncomfortable is a Shakespeare like a word that Shakespeare quote unquote invented. Oh man, he's manager. He's... Manager is a Shakespearean word. Really? 
Yeah. Let me speak to your manager anytime someone says that, and boom. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like it's a, uh, it's a Shakespearean term. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So, anyway, so that's As You Like It. Uh, it came out in 2006. It's available on uh, streaming on HBO. So watch it there and enjoy the the Brian Blessed, the Alfred Molina, Kevin Klein, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, it's it's cool. Yeah. It's very cool. And in the but uh, it is all in Shakespearean language which so i like i like that, that stuff a lot so yeah i know that's not I, everybody's say, bag some people hear that and just can't follow it but i really i really like it your mileage may vary but it helped me to know the plot of it before going into this so that um i knew the general path that the characters were taking sure and uh and understood it all all right but, nice well i'm yeah. now take you to a um a less it's not the kind of comedy he would make but a different kind of comedy okay all I was right. looking for a transition there and i couldn't really find one so here it is uh this is a thing i found because a bunch of fans recommended that i watch it i kind of put it off for a while thinking i'll get to it when i get to it ended up finally catching it and i've become completely enamored with it i love it right. it's like comfort food it uh, speaks to me in lots of levels uh partly because my family and how i grew up and uh, I'll now play a clip, see if you guys can figure out what this is. Here you go. What's your problem? Holy shit, Mr. Kim. You is Bruce Lee and Jet Li all roll into one plump Korean. <laughs> Jared, are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Your center of gravity is too high. Have to bend the knee, huh? Feet is where power come from, like a tree. Deep root, big fruit. You understand? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> 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 that's gotta be kim's convenience it is uh, it certainly which is. i'm gonna give another chance to yeah i gonna... think you should give it another shot i yeah. uh like well i guess briefly we should say you you started watching it with teen and you guys didn't get very far you were like yeah i don't know about we this. watched the first episode and we're like "Ooh, this feels really this feels really wrong and and uh you know stereotypes and negative negative stereotypes but yeah and i would i would actually argue that it it is the opposite as you keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's That's... this wonderful look at this Toronto Korean immigrant family. Um, first and second generation living in this uh, place. They run this store called Kim's convenience. Uh, Mr. Kim is really the star of the show and that's all you really know him by. It doesn't really have another name. Um, but that accent you heard in the, in the clip was him talking. He was trying to teach one of his daughter's friends how to do, uh, not Taekwondo, but the other one, uh, the one it's like a defense, um, martial arts. Oh, uh, not judo or, uh, karate. It's or, like Hapkido. Uh, Hapkido. That's it. Hapkido. Hapkido. Okay. Katie Dage is right. Um, anyway, he's trying to teach him this thing. And that accent you hear 100% the accent <laughs> that my brother has, that his wife has like, for, and for those that don't know, I grew up with three Korean siblings and my sisters were both so young they were they may as well have been born here they were like infants when we got them but my brother matt came in it was a little bit later and so he was this big injection of korean culture that we had never really experienced before and then he married a native korean who uh you know accent thick as thick as soup and mm -hmm. uh they, there was always korean being spoken when we get to, together for family stuff like matt would talk to us in English, but then he would talk to his wife, Oknan, in, in Korean and vice versa. And so you were always hearing Korean chatter. The kids all understand it in their family. Um, but it's it just, to me, feels like home, this show. It's um, cool. And that stuff about, like, kind of some of the awkward stereotypes, I they, they own them in such a way that um, 
it's not awkward. In other words, it kind of celebrates these weird differences. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you tell me that, you know, growing up with a Korean brother uh, and sister, that this is, it's not, even it may feel like a stereotype, but it's not, then yeah. then that's all I need to know. It's I'm pretty legit. Here. And all the actors in this oh. thing are, are Korean, although none of them actually have this accent. Like the, the Mr. Kim, uh, I heard an interview with him and he just like talks like me and you. He was mm-hmm. born and raised in somewhere near Toronto, but it's this ca- okay. Canadian production. It just has a lot of heart and it's legit funny. Um, it celebrates this diversity, I guess, that is a big thing in Toronto. I keep hearing from Toronto fans who write in and say, yeah, this is just like, this is what our city's about. So it's a lot of things like during gay, well, you saw the first episode, gay pride week. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. he wants to give the, <laughs> the gay discount because, right. and it's only like thir- 15% or something. Because he's so cheap, <laughs> but he won't give it You're to everyone. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't think they're gay because he has gaydar and he's sure he has it right. But the, right. but it's never like a all of that stuff is handled in such a way that nothing ever feels mean or divis or divisive or it, it's more like it just sort of celebrates the differences by putting them in in your way and then they just sort of deal with them and it turns out like it's just a nice and very funny show like laugh out loud funny in a lot of parts. And you just grow to love these characters. I'm in season two now. I finished season one uh, yesterday or something. Cool. And um, I really like it. So that's Kim's Convenience, currently on Netflix. Uh, Canadians, I'm sure, were well aware of this one. It was on uh, CBC up there, wherever they play it. Uh, but it's uh, it's really great. And I know there's a third season cool. as well, so I don't know what's planned after that. I hope they continue it because, as it stands right now, I'm just enamored with this family. And it just, it feels like it's weird comfort food. It's like this strange, yeah. comfort, comfortable place for me uh, that. to watch. So anyway, check it out. Brian, maybe give it a second thought and um, let us know what you think, chat room. Totally will. Because I, oh, they're filming fourth season. Sweet. That makes me happy. Um, all right. That's it for recommendals. And we hope Nicole has a safe trip to Vegas. She's on her way for a trade show with her husband. So, um. Uh, I know. I told her, uh, I said, boy, too too bad you're not there a couple weeks from now. But she's like, well, I would have had to work. So <laughs> not as fun. <laughs> yeah. She does have to work with him in this one, but uh, we hope they have a good time. It's a good busy show for him. It's a good business. That's right. Uh, before we get out of here, quick email from Stephen, who wrote in. Yes. Not our Stephen, different Stephen. Says this. Hi, Scott and Brian. My wife and I are about an hour away from Sandusky, Idaho, home of the Cedar Point or home or of Cedar Ohio. Point. Oh, what would I say? Idaho? I know. Yeah. Both end with an O. Low T. Low T. Um, <laughs> the, sorry, Ohio. And uh, this year is one of the worst years for mayflies, according to some friends that live in the area. We talked about mayflies with Dan last yes. week. Yes. Yeah. says, but on the bright side, mayfly season only lasts about a week. Uh, Dan and his family, unfortunately, visited the area during mayfly week. Before and after mayfly season, the area is beautiful and one of the busiest tourist areas in Ohio. Take care, Stephen. So basically, he went there on the on the day right right well he said about a week but yeah but like it sounds like it was about the <laughs> the worst time to go is the worst I mean. day to go yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that place was covered and don't go Ugh. look at youtube videos of this i really no. i've found no, a whole is, new level of hell by doing that just that gas station that i think uh dan sent us oh my video God. of can you believe that uh, that was i wouldn't get gas yeah I'd just run out of I, gas. exactly it's like i'll I'll see if I can make it, how far down the street I can make it, but my goal is to get as far away from this gas station as possible. <laughs> and they're harmless and they don't hurt, and I know all of that. It doesn't matter when there are that many of them. Yeah. It's over 
overwhelming. All it takes is for them to decide, you know, there are a lot more of us than there are of them. Mm-hmm. Let's see let's see how many of these humans we can humans we can take out. That's right. <laughs> In the famous words of Third Eagle. It's overwhelming. That's how I'd feel about it. Whelming. Well, it's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Whelming. Today I'm gonna do a live stream of playing Resident Evil. <laughs> YouTube blocked true prophecy. Okay, great. <laughs> Ridiculous. Because I played a Smash Mouth song. That's right. Yeah, uh, well. They demonetized me. <laughs> you did really good. I wish he was like bigger in the public consciousness and not just a blip on the radar. <laughs> right, because yeah. we could all do my, some good All parody. my best impersonations are people that no one's ever heard of, like Ken Kratz. And yeah, your next door, and- Third Eagle, your next door neighbor from Russia. Um <laughs> James, James from Saint. Oh, Sex James Mary. from Saint Sex Mary. Like you guys don't even know. If you haven't met James, you don't even know how good that is. <laughs> it bums me out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. What's this clip? A rather vulgar, crude, crotch grabbing dance. Uh huh. I'm sure he says that all the time about Trump now. There's <laughs> uh, the Madonna justify my love video. <laughs> she has cones. Where her breast should be. <laughs> Not cool. Uh, all yeah, right. Also, uh, quick thanks to... See, this note has the name. Oh, is it, it a different name? It's in the... You've, you've got it written in here. So I've got two names oh. to thank for some reason. I've got John Tazarek oh. in, the, in the notes. Okay. He did all this cool art for like... Um, uh, I haven't used them yet because I haven't been able to integrate them yet. But they're basically art for yeah. segments on the show, and they're really they look good. So good too. Yeah, they're totally pro, man. Like I gotta get them integrated. So we'll be doing that yeah. soon. So I wanted to thank him. But then I had this post-it note that says, "Thanks to Greg Farwalkman." I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> hold on a sec. Oh I my gosh! I just realized it just hit me. It just hit me what this is, and I feel like a dumbass. Greg? I wanted to thank Greg for the Walkman. Oh, <laughs> Greg for Walkman. <laughs> I can't write. I'm a terrible writer. My handwriting's awful. It's just bad. And I wrote, thank Greg for Walkman. And I thought it was his name. He this sent me for Walkman. <laughs> he sent me one of those sportsman Walkmans that's ancient. The yellow ones we used to Sony used to make back before CDs took over. And uh-huh. I have a lot of nostalgia for that. And he had one and sitting around. Oh, yeah. He's like, I know you like these. I'm going to just send you this. And it was a super sweet gesture. And I wanted to make sure to give him thanks on the air. And I can't believe I told it. I just said that his name was Greg I need, for Walkman. I need to also thank, uh, I don't know who this person is. Kim Forcake. Huh. <laughs> Kim Forcake. I don't know why I'm thanking this person, Kim Forcake. But, uh... Uh, well, you know, 50. <laughs> Welcome to 50, everybody. Oh, that's Greg from Boston. Oh, cool. All right. He just got, uh, Greg from Boston just got a, uh, an Oculus Go during Prime Day. And um, uh, he asked uh, us for some recommendations. I told him, uh, somebody else had told him Bait, which is a great recommendation. I love Bait. Yeah. Bait's also, good. Uh, Dead and Buried, which is that goofy, stylized shoot 'em up game, which is great. Uh, Rush, which is the, the, uh, Flying, what do you call those? Like the para wings, paragliding. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. The um, uh, what are those called? It's just paragliding, I think. I think paragliding, that's right. I guess. Um, and uh, uh, what was the other one that I really like? Shoot, 
Oh, I can't remember the other one that I really like, but it, uh, but I put it in the it's in the uh, Discord. Oh, good. So, People should check out the Discord yeah. if you haven't done that. It's uh, linked on our website. Frog, excuse me, frogpants.com slash TMS. <laughs> and uh, Allura for real says, I need to thank Kim. I don't know who this person is. Kim Forsex. Kim Forsex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Uh, I can't believe I, I still did need that. to wait. I'm still hoping that the uh, um, the oh, Oculus wow. Quest goes on sale here in the next couple weeks. Yeah, no, that's... not a hang glider. It's the one where they've got the wings, like the suit with the oh, that's a um, glider suit. Uh, that's a squirrel suit, right? Flying squirrel suit. No, what's flying that called? Suit? Hold on. Is that it... really no. wingsuit? It says crazy trick. Wingsuit. Wingsuit. Okay. But it's like the flying squirrel. Why do I have that? Or in my head? or squirrel scoot, squirrel squit, as somebody put. <laughs> squirrel squit. Oh, they do say squirrel suit. Do they? Squirrel suit. Yeah. So okay. wing suit, squirrel suit. All right. A nutkin All right. suit. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, the point there was, what was that? Oh, Greg. Yeah, Thank you, Greg. Greg from Boston. Greg from Boston. It's really yep. nice of him, and I'm sorry for screwing. Who is this up. Greg from Boston? From <laughs> <laughs> Boston. <laughs> It's like Scott put spaces between your words, and this would all be gone. Uh, Classic. Pretty good stuff. (laughs) If you like all this dumb stuff, you might want to support this show. Patreon.com slash TMS. If you're looking for anything else uh, related to us, you can go to frogpants.com slash TMS. We're going to be out of here now. Before we go, though, music is the the thing. We play it, we like it, and we do it, and it will be added to the show. Don't you worry your little heads, everyone at home. Brian, right. what it'll do we be, have? It'll today? be in the show. You'll you'll hear music after I'm done, I'm done talking. That's By right. the way, Greg from Boston, you need to change your uh, your chat room handle to Greg Forwalkman. Oh yeah, you totally I should. A, I think it's a it's a thing now. Yeah. Uh, all right, um, this one is so it's a little bit of a combination here. I might eventually play this person's request, but they requested it because it's your birthday. Um, you know what? I'm going to play their request on tomorrow's show because that is their birthday. Why don't I just read? He mm-hmm. says, and this is this is KT Data, who is in the chat room uh, today. Hello, Mr. Ibbett. July 18th is my birthday, but who the smeg cares about that? The day before my birthday, July 17th, another Utah has a birthday that we should all celebrate. The one and only Scott Johnson. Whoa. In honor of Scott's birthday, could you please play Holiday Parade Slam Crunk? If that doesn't work, I'll leave it up to you, as you know him far better than I do, to pick the right song to celebrate this awesome day. Aww. Thanks to both of you for the many hours of entertainment, and hope all of you have hope all of you have a great day. Signed, KT Data. P.S. Brian, now that we've jumped off a perfectly good building, how about we jump with parachutes out of a perfectly good plane sometime in the future? I'm game if you are. Signed, KT Data. Yes, I'll totally do that. Oh, yeah, he's your jumping. He's your jumping buddy. That's right. He's my jumping buddy. He's my one of my stratosphere jumping buddies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll, I I'm totally you know I think this might be. Maybe uh, TMS Vegas 2020 is uh, jumping out of a plane. Oh my sure lord! Really? You want to jump? That. You want to jump out of a plane for real? I'll totally jump out of a plane, and it'll be a it'd be like a tandem jump. But I absolutely <laughs> would do that in a heartbeat. Oh. I've wanted to. Well, I don't know if I could ever do it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Well, yeah, that's an interesting yeah, idea. So, and we'll have to Oof. see if we can get all of the uh, all of the stratosphere jumping crew uh, to do it as well. Yeah. So. All right. All right. So, um, so his his song I'm going to save for tomorrow. So KT Data, I will play your request tomorrow for your birthday. I do feel like this one is probably more right up Scott's alley, and uh, um, and I'm hoping it's one he hasn't heard. Now we all know that you you like the song uh, "New Slang" by The Shins. Yeah, it's your favorite part of the movie Garden State, Zach Braff movie Garden State. Mm-hmm. 
the soundtrack and the soundtrack so for good. sure oh, man. um and you do like the bluegrass version of that i know that that's a, a favorite of yours yep. here's a version i don't think you've heard and i'm hoping you enjoy it as much as the other versions this is by a jazz pianist named alex uh gilbert and he released this on an album in 2014 called The Cocktail Hour. And that's basically exactly what you think it is. It's going to be a jazz piano version of the Shins uh, new slang. Happy birthday, Scott. I oh. hope you enjoy this song. And I hope you in the chat room or I hope you in the, the uh, listening audience enjoy this song or at least get to hear it anyway. Uh, it's coming up right now. Uh, after the sound of my voice that here was... is alex gilbert <laughs> and new slang i love that song uh thank you guys very much for that uh we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new show so check us out then bye
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. The elevator man.